When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. Oh boy, this week is fun. (laughs) <laughs> this week is a lot of fun. One of our favorite characters ever. Yes. Who's been in some of our favorite episodes ever. That's true. Clone Wars episodes, yeah, at least. Yeah, correct. And our patrons... Our patrons? Patreons? <laughs> our I'm patrons. never sure which term to use. Me neither. It's kind like of it up. <laughs> Twi'lek and Twi'lek. Um, <laughs> our patrons chose this episode... We asked them, a character study, who would you like us to study? And they said, (laughs) Hondo Onaka. So how on earth could we turn that down? We couldn't. (laughs) He's truly one of those characters who I'm always so delighted when he's in an episode. It's so, I'm always like, oh, good. It's going to be a good episode. (laughs) He really is. And do you remember the voice actor's name? Yeah, Jim Cummings. Thank you. He is just a gem Mm -hmm. and he voices what winnie the pooh yes and the little the little firefly from the princess and the frog he does the voice of the little lightning bug and is everyone's favorite oh my god firefly oh i didn't know that yeah it's (laughs) delightful because i was i watched uh the princess and the frog which has princess tiana in it and mm-hmm. this firefly, who becomes a star of the show, in my opinion, I said, who is <laughs> voicing this? He's really good. And I looked it up and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Hondo Onaka. Like, <laughs> so he he really is brilliant. Like he does stuff with his voice that most voice actors probably don't even know you can do. Yeah. <laughs> he has like he'll use like a pattern a cadence that is really unexpected and it seems so natural and it's so engaging and really humorous. He's really got good comedic timing. Yeah. So we love him and we love the character of Hondo. Uh, He just pops up throughout Star Wars. It's kind of one of those characters where he has to voice him. Yeah. Oh yeah. There can be no substitute. Yeah, I think they even have him voice over at Batu, right? Like the Disney, oh, yes. like the live action. It's actually still Jim Cummings' voice. For for sure. And if anyone has been to Galaxy's Edge and has done, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't, but if you do one of the rides, he's a fixture. Um, they have an animatronic Hondo and it's Jim Cummings voice and it's very authentic 
And I think it's great because for people who haven't been introduced to the character of Hondo and they see him at Galaxy's Edge, you think of him as just like a a funny alien species character who's involved in mm-hmm. this ride. Like my friend Derek, who had no idea who Hondo was, he just knew him as the guy at the beginning of the ride in Galaxy's Edge. And right. then I showed him clips of like, okay, no, he's he's an actual fixture and we love him. And he's then a like big deal. Oh my god, had no idea he was a bigger deal than that. And it's like, yes. So they do it in such a way at Galaxy's Edge where you're not left like, who's this guy? You know? Yeah. He's still uh, charming and ridiculous and you like him even if you don't have a backstory. So, I mean, if he's there at Batu, Yeah. Galax- Galaxy's Edge, right? That's yeah. Batu. Is that the same thing? It's the same I- thing, I've not yeah. been there. Yeah. So, we know he survives all the way oh, yes. through the sequels. Yes. So... That's actually really cool. Yeah. He could show up in any of the shows that we're <laughs> that are coming out it's now. It's true. It's really true. And if you look at his Wikipedia page, his it's canon now that he's a part of uh what's Kira? You know Kira is part of the Red Dawn. Oh, yeah. Red Dawn or Crimson Dawn. Crimson or Dawn, something like that. So he he yeah. ends up in that, of course. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's entangled in that. And then he forms the story of him at Batu is he goes to Batu, which is on galaxies, the galaxy's edge. It's in the unknown regions. Mm. So that's where they got galaxy's edge from. They literally right. made up a planet so they could make a theme park out of it, but whatever. Right. Um, it, <laughs> and then wrote books and yeah, comics. And, and to they're go trying to, yeah. totally. So <laughs> he's out there running a transportation company, which is really just, a front for a smuggling company. So, mm-hmm. so Hondo is doing what Hondo does best, even beyond the Battle of Andor. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like Hondo being Hondo. Yeah, and there. I guess he was also involved in the Battle of Crate. He was involved in, you know, there's, he's, he's everywhere and nowhere he at the really, same time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He does. He pops up everywhere. Like, I had no idea that he had an adventure with Han and Chewie. Oh, yeah. 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 It's. I guess it's in some comic book, but it also has to do with Batu. And Correct. I was, I, yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. They're similar. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> scoundrels. The, the Batu experience, one of the rides is you pilot the Millennium Falcon and you're taking a transport for him oh how cool i need to go there someday yeah it's it's ridiculous but it works (laughs) (laughs) and i can tell you from the perspective of someone who stayed on the star cruiser he's also involved in a tiny way with your stay on the star cruiser so he's long after you know the first order i'm sorry yeah the first order is demolished and and Oh, well, maybe not, because that took place in the middle. Right, of it's the like before sequel. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, right? correct. Does- but I'm assuming he makes it past that, because it's Hondo. Yeah, they haven't officially killed him, so he must be alive somewhere. Yeah. I Okay, so also, because he, he sets up shop kind of near the corporate sector. Yeah. 
originally like when he was on Florum and well even maybe even before Florum but like when he first created his gang yes yes (laughs) he was kind of (laughs) he's kind of like working out by the corporate sector and the is it Tyon hegemony or Tion good luck I don't know know. (laughs) well you know how there's like wild space and there's like the different sectors of the galaxy the corporate sector is where Andor starts. Oh, yes. <gasps> and there's the possible tie-in. We've talked about a possible tie-in with Crimson Dawn, Red Dawn, yes. whatever the hell they're called. Correct. I just, this is very unlikely, but I can't help but laugh at the idea that Honda will end up in season two of I, Andor. <laughs> I would bow to Tony Gilroy. If he does it, I know he's not about fan service or whatever, but I could no. see it be like fitting. Could you imagine? I would die. Cassian and Hondo no! together. What a weird duo. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be practice for him dealing with K2SO in the future. It's essentially the same That's thing. <laughs> true. It is. K2SO is the equivalent, is the droid equivalent of Hondo as far as like snark goes oh my god yes hondo's snark is epic and i fucking love it the way he deals with obi-wan kenobi is oh just delightful it's a testament to obi-wan's character too because (laughs) he doesn't totally hate hondo he kind of weirdly respects him and like just kind of deals with him and handles him kind of like quinlan voss (laughs) (laughs) yes so like quinlan hondo and k2 are all kind of similar yes yes very much so (laughs) which i think is great so (laughs) it does make a weird kind of sense it really does it really does and hondo started his life his mother taught him how to pickpocket and that's where all of this started so this poor man didn't stand a chance his mother who he loved dearly because he quotes he quotes her in an episode mm-hmm. um ma my sweet mother always said son if one hostage is good two are better and three well that's just good business <laughs> <laughs> so thanks mom uh, yeah seriously <laughs> mom do onaka <laughs> oh god i don't know why i said that <laughs> mom do and hondo i like it it's cute they could have had a team they could have. Too bad she sold him into slavery. That too. They could have. That too. <laughs> well, I didn't know that actually about Hondo until we were going to do this episode. I never knew he started. Well, I mean, he was, he didn't start as a slave, but he was a, a child sold into slavery. Yeah. And he was a, a Hutt's slave. Right? Yes, he was. Yeah. Which. Yeah. <laughs> be the best. Learn from the best. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, so he uh, it was a uh, Porla the Hut, and he was a cup bearer. I assume that means he holds a drink I'm for guessing. the Hut. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> I could be very naive and wrong about that, but well, don't you think it's funny that Hondo eventually has a Kowakian monkey lizard as a pal, and yes, the Huts had our favorite Kowakian monkey lizard as a pal. <laughs> uh, would you call him? Sir oh, Crumb. Uh, Master Crumb, yes. Uh, Master Crumb. <laughs> Master yes. Crumb. Master Crumb. Doesn't Hondo's 
Monkey Lizard have a funny name too? Uh, Pilf Muck Muck. Yes. I knew it was something repetitious like that. Well, he has he has two. They're they're both Muck Mucks, but of the name Muck Muck, it's Pilf and oh. Pick Muck Muck. They must be siblings. Kowakian <laughs> <laughs> monkey lizards named Pilf and Pick Muck Muck, who are voiced uh. by our favorite Matt Lanter. <laughs> yes. I love that he's got such a great sense of humor. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> well, their their episode together with um Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anakin what is it, Dooku Capture? Yes, I think it's, it's one of my one. favorites. Oh my it. god. The it's snark so is on a new level between Obi-Wan, Count Dooku, and Hondo. They're just a smirk <laughs> fest happening on Florum with no end in sight. And I love that episode. It's so entertaining. That's the first time we see Hondo, right? I believe Ever. so. Yeah. I think so. I loved that episode. And like, the minute Hondo came on screen, I I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna like this character oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. He's so entertaining. Well... He's one of those people that, like, he encounters a Sith Lord, like, Darth Maul, and he's just like, whatever, we don't even understand what you're saying. We're a bunch of pirates. Get out of our pirate house. <laughs> like, the audacity. It's just great. He doesn't give a shit. No, he's not, like, he's not phased by anybody. He's not phased by a Sith Lord, like, Dooku. He's not phased by the Jedi, and mm-hmm. he, he's just always kind of cracking jokes and just taking everything lightly yeah, very except, lightly except i do like when the um the sith come when savage and maul come to his his planet and obi-wan is talking to um obi-wan is talking to hondo <laughs> he's like they don't seem like normal jedi yeah <laughs> right like, what's wrong with these spiky headed freaks <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to figure it out as he goes along but all he knows is that he's not yeah. going to bend his will to any of them. So, yeah, get off my planet. <laughs> I I have to admit, I love his accent. <laughs> and we love his lair, his den on Florida. Yes. He has a oh pretty God, sweet I'm... lair. His pirate hangout. But he's got <laughs> dancers that Anakin is mesmerized by and Obi-Wan's <laughs> trying not to look at and... He's pretending like he's not noticing. Yeah. The drinks are strong, I've heard. (laughs) And drugged some of them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're shady. And they don't apologize for it. And you got to respect that a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think by a few interactions and like Obi-Wan kind of got a sense for how to deal with Hondo because... Hondo is not necessarily always bad. He no. just is self-interested. But, like, he he did help. Like, at Onderon, he brought... Yeah. I mean, for a price, they paid him. But he brought weapons to Saw Gerrera and Stila Gerrera. Mm-hmm. So, and I had forgotten he was even part of that. So you can buy his loyalty for a short amount of time. Well, sure. And he's not always going to double-cross you. He might, but he might not. Yeah, he might not, but he'll be open about it either way. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, the middle name of Hondo is authenticity, right? (laughs) He is as authentic as they come, not apologetic, 
He doesn't doubt himself. He doubts his partners and his gang, but yeah, never doubts himself. And he's always looking for an opportunity because even when his yeah. gang turns against him with Maul and they join Maul, once he shows that he's got the situation under control and Maul is not going to overthrow him, his gang switches loyalty back to him and Hondo takes him back. He's right. like, yes, of course. Let's go pilfer ships together. Yeah. Like they- <laughs> I just like that he is always looking for the opportunity and isn't necessarily vengeful. He's no. looking for profit. Yes, like the Felucia episode, which I also love that episode. Oh my God, I love it. The bounty hunter one? Yeah, where they they go to help the little turtle people. Yes. Like Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Anakin teach them how to fight as a village. Yes. And then Hondo and his and his and his bros show up and things go awry and he's like, This effort is no longer profitable and he just pieces out. <laughs> like, like it's too much work. I'm done. Yeah, this is I don't have time for how much effort this takes. <laughs> and you know, I do love how he says, Kenobi. You know, he's always like <laughs> Like, yes. like, you're my friend, right? You know, <laughs> come now, Kenobi. I have to say, I love the weird dynamic of then he's also the voice of Winnie the Pooh with you and McGregor as Christopher Robin. So it's like Hondo and Obi-Wan back together again. It's very strange, but I approve. I approve. It's so great. <laughs> Did you know he based his accent on Yule Brenner? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He said it's like Yule Brenner slash one degree away from that kind of. It's I can like see a it. Non-specific kind of Eastern European-ish accent. I could see it. I thought that was pretty funny. I, he kind of reminds me of Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like his look. Because he's got those dreads and the gold pieces in the dreads. Or at least, mm-hmm. you know, um, they look like, I don't know, Weakways have those right things. Whether they're dreadlocks or... Yeah, I don't just, know. We're not sure. They're pieces <laughs> of something and they're... Or, yeah. or, or, they're they have things. They have, they're ornate. Because they're kind of like braids, too, sometimes. They are so kind of. To, so I'm not sure yeah. if that's the right word, but did you know that Hondo went out with Aura Singh? Like romantically yes they had a relationship that doesn't surprise me don't they kind of reference that in one of the episodes i think they they kiss or something in an episode oh because he's he 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 ends up picking up Django fett at some point that's right because he has the slave like he has the uh the ship the slave one or whatever it is that boba has later oh it's not Django. it's it's boba i'm an idiot it's not Django, right he takes boba i heard i heard boba (laughs) Oh, okay, good, my, because I meant Boba. My brain heard what it wanted to hear. <laughs> well, it's Boba, young Boba, because he's under the care of Aura, and he's, like, trying to be right. one and of like, them. And, like, Aura had, that was her ship, right, before it was Boba's ship or Correct. something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a twisted. I want to ask Kondo how he managed to deal with that giant antenna that comes out of her head. Like, how did that work? <laughs> what is that I antenna? I it's fucking, it's Poke crazy. your eye out. Yeah. I don't know. Does she have like a chip in her brain or something where she could communicate? I don't know. It just seems awfully long. I would have trimmed it back or had it telescoping like the 90s cell phones. Or not, yes. not cell phones, but like 
like the Zach Morris yeah. phone where the, the yes. antenna pulls out and then you can push it back in. That would be the ideal Aura Sing uh, telescoping antenna. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so, so he ends up in Rebels also, right? He's, yes, he does. He's in there with them. Now, truth be told, he kind of annoyed me in, in Rebels because it was like too much. Me too. Yeah, me too. It was, it, you know, to pepper him and sprinkle him in is one thing, but like, it was a little over the top. It, it got a little over the top for me in Rebels. I was happy to see him. I was too, but it felt almost like he had a different writer. So he was kind of like overwritten. Whereas in Clone Wars, I think they kind of like, I think Jim Cummings brought a lot to the character that wasn't necessarily on the page. I totally agree. Yeah, I felt the same way that the Rebels was a little bit much. <laughs> or maybe it was just the fact that he was kind of hooked up with Ezra the entire time, and Ezra annoys me anyway. So maybe it was just a side product of, yes. like, Ezra being in the scene. Same. Yeah, I know. I, I felt the same. I felt the same. I, we have the same opinion, I think, we do. we do. We do. We do. Yeah. Sorry, everybody who loves Ezra and Rebels. Oh, we can still love Rebels. We don't have to like everyone in it. Shit. Yeah. Hopefully he'll win me over more as an adult. I'm assuming he's an adult in the, what is it, the Ahsoka show or whatever mm-hmm. he's in? Because mm-hmm. I did not like him as a child. <laughs> I have no patience for annoying teenagers like that. No, I hope he grows up a little between the time that we last saw him with the whales. I'm still stuck on the whales. I mean, he was with, he was with, uh, what's his name? I almost said Tarkin, but, you know, same thing. Um Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn, yeah. Tarkin, Tease. Um, I'm guessing he had to have, you know, grown up a little bit. Yeah, like, I need to rewatch the end of Rebels. I don't really remember why Ezra is with Thrawn. I, it's, Fancy you it's... bringing this up. Hondo did some good things in Rebels to get them to finally win back Lothal. So he was he was in oh. on it in a positive way. That's right, he did. He helped there. I don't remember what he did. I just remember that he was there. I only watched Rebels once. Yeah, I'm trying not to spoil it, too, but... Yeah. He was he was involved well, positively, we'll say. When did it come out? Wasn't it, like, ten years ago? Yeah, it's hard for me to remember all the details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, if you haven't watched it by now, come on. <laughs> That's true. Get, get, That's true. Get on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm behind on some stuff I shouldn't talk. I finally just watched Bad Batch the other day. Well, you're farther than me. I don't have Disney Plus and I won't get it. I'm paying it one month at a time when all of the shows are done and I'm just going to watch all of them at once. It's what I did with HBO Max with White Lotus. Any White Lotus mm. fans out there? Yeah, I just bought it after the uh, the season was over and got one month out of it and just been binge watched. It's all I can do. I can't pay for all these streaming services right now. I know. They're just, everybody is a streaming, everyone is a subscription now, no matter what. Yep. It, it's insane. It's almost like Honda Anaka is running everything everywhere. Oh! <laughs> For a price, you can have this show. <laughs> I will help exactly. you stream it. <laughs> Did you know that Hondo was involved with Chirrut Imwe? I didn't know. I did not know that until today. It was the first time I knew it. I assume that was in a comic? I believe so. Yeah, he uh, fights Chirrut 
to secure some items from Jetta because you know always looking to make a buck <laughs> yeah <laughs> why not who is he working for when he did that well he okay so this is after the galactic empire right mm-hmm. the onaka gang fell apart disbanded by the imperials mm-hmm. so he continued on his own and he antagonized a clan which then led to, I think this all ties into, because he ends up meeting Doc Ondar, which is a fixture in Batu and Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. He's the one that sells mm-hmm. all the lightsabers and, like, you know, pieces from across the galaxy, a.k.a. So it's souvenirs. Like an, an antique dealer or, like, yes. um, an archaeologist or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of this is... He was collecting statues made of kyber crystals to assist Doc Ondor and, and all of this stuff. And, of course, Chirrut's there trying to defend the damn thing because mm-hmm. we love Chirrut in this house. <laughs> we do. He's one of the best. Oh, my God. Who won that fight? <laughs> well, it seems that Doc Ondor convinced Chirrut to let them leave with the statue in question. So. Really? Yeah. I want to read that comic. I've I've. Wanted to read all the, like, Rogue One adjacent stories, because I love the Guardians of the Wills. I love them. Yeah, he just shows up in all parts of Star Wars, basically. To kind of... I mean, he was even in the... The whole thing with Kira, that yeah. was one of those shorts, right? The, like, little short... Yeah, the, um... um Forces of Destiny? Thank you, yes. Which mm-hmm. I really love the art of, but I still am not over the fact that... Anakin looked the way he did. <laughs> Everybody looked so good. And then for some reason, Anakin looked like that hair on him is just too much. What happened? It was roller brush blown. It was, it was the, the, the Chewbacca Brazilian blowout. And he got a dye job because it was far blonder than I've ever seen Anakin's hair. Yeah. It was just a mess. Anyway, but I do love Forces of Destiny. I loved those little shorts, and I loved the art. I did, too. It was They were funny because they started out as... They were supposed to be just about the female characters. Correct. Like, I remember when they first announced it, and then they kind of ditched that eventually and started incorporating all the characters into it. Yeah, because I love the Luke one. Luke and Yoda. I love it. Oh, my God. I love that Mark Hamill voiced yes! Luke again. I know. I thought it was, that was great. so nice. I liked that one in particular. Yeah, me too. Me too. And then Hondo shows up in one with Kira. They got some with Rebels in them, and it's a, it was a good series. So, and I'm just looking through really quick. It says this one with Kira, it's on the streets of Ord Mantel, right? Oh. And that's where... Um, Han says in Empire Strikes Back that he's going to go pay off Jabba the Hutt because oh. they ran into a bounty hunter on Ord Mantell. Oh, was it him? So, oh, wouldn't that be funny? Could it be The him? IG-88 that he was with, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's, uh, it's, be- it's before that. So it's like 13 BBY. Okay. So, um. Well, damn. This is before that, but yeah, because head cannon. <laughs> but it's interesting because Ord Mantell shows up a couple of times, like it's referenced and it's in like an audio drama that they have and everything. But we've never seen it, I guess, until this little tiny animated short. So 
I love how Star Wars is so vast. It really is. You can just, like, pick whatever you need out of this giant collection of information and just, like, pick a planet. And now uh, I need a droid. Pick that. And, like, you could just cherry pick whatever you need whenever you need it to tell a story. It's really true. Shit. I mean, maybe I'm in a very small camp of people that think this, but I really wanted to see more Kira. Not just because I love Amelia Clark in general, but mm-hmm. she seems like a multifaceted, onion-layered type of character that we need to know more, and we just, like, got nothing. But wouldn't yeah. it be interesting if Hondo and hers uh, escapades continued in some way? I think that would be funny as hell. I think it would be awesome. Plus, they set up the end of Solo to imply there was more coming. Yeah, and we got blue-balled. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's not it's not our fault it's their fault that they told a boring story but right i will say and like major spoilers so if you haven't seen solo stop here for just a moment but like fucking maul at the end talking to kira and then they never come back to that that's kind of like, huge and we we need a continuation yeah we just did a bunch of maul episodes talking about how what a fixture and a and like how he just goes back from the beginning and how he transformed yeah. a character like Kenobi into something with more layers. And, you know, he's just, he's an important part of the Star Wars story in general. And then, like, to be, uh-oh, to be cut off at the legs at the end of <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story, and we don't get the rest. I mean, I guess it's kind of appropriate because his oh, metal legs. <laughs> sorry Maul yeah I mean it was a huge setup that went nowhere I know I want to know more well and now like theoretically we could right with like all the projects that Filoni has going on and there's new animation there's new live action there's a possibility that they will wrap up what they started with Solo they'll wrap it into something like maybe even in Bad Batch or mm-hmm. Andor somehow mm-hmm. it'll come into play you never know this is totally not going to happen but what if he were to show up and him and Ahsoka reunite on the Ahsoka so show because oh. bounty hunters and smugglers have a lot of information so yes. she could have a brief oh interaction with him I- I'm You're sure. talking about with Hondo? Or yeah with, with Hondo no with Hondo it would be so so great because because the I, last time they saw each other wasn't that when he like kidnapped her and was gonna sell her yes a beautiful female yeah. jedi can go for quite a price or whatever he says like oh yeah so wrong i know it's so wrong <laughs> poor ahsoka <laughs> good god yeah anyway that would be that would be a great great reunion just that a little just a little tiny scene like i need information oh it's you oh you survived blah, 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 blah. you know stuff like that <laughs> oh my god i love it the up, 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 up. <laughs> oh well, chopper chopper moment <laughs> oh my god yeah i guess it is chopper but hondo has his own like version of chopper yes he does idioms and like waving his arms around <laughs> he does that's why he reminds me of johnny depp and pirates of the caribbean <laughs> yes. because he's always waving his arms <laughs> yeah yes Yes. <laughs> so good. Uh, so let's, let's just for the fun, just to end this episode, what are your three favorite things about Hondo? Oh, my God. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I love his accent and his, like, charm and wit. That all kind of, like, ties together for me. Yes. 
He's also fucking hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Insolence. We don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> We're pirates, for God's sake. Like, you expect us to know what that word means? <laughs> uh, and also, I love that he's like oblivious to fear in a sense like i wish i could be more like him he's just not intimidated by stuff and i think that is actually a really fun character because you can put him in all sorts of situations and keep it light keep some levity there and yeah yeah i love hondo what about you i love hondo I, i would have to say everything that you said but i love his authenticity he's just he is who he is he doesn't give a shit he doesn't apologize, and you. But you know exactly what you're getting when with you're with him. When you're with him, yeah. I guess for some reason, I can't speak on a podcast. <laughs> but he's just who he is, and I kind of dig that. Yeah, he's everything from good to slime ball, you know, and that's just <laughs> it. I love his relationship with Kenobi. It's probably my second favorite thing. Uh, he has a. Little bit of love for the Jedi, but a little bit of not love for the Jedi. And I think it's reciprocated equally by Obi-Wan yes. himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love his look. It's ridiculous. Yes. His coat. Yeah. I love it. And has got like armor, but also beautiful fabric. Got like a helmet and some sunglasses, you know? He's like Bono. <laughs> he wears the sunglasses at all times. <laughs> Like, cause it's cool. Somebody probably told him in the past, you look good with glasses. And he's like, you know what? I'm, li- I'm never taking them off. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gonna live in these. <laughs> he wears them. That's it. <laughs> so those are my favorite things. <laughs> he's a, uh, he's such a delightful character. I'm so glad that they incorporated him into Clone Wars. It was so needed. It was, we needed the humor. Yes. And. He made it to the end. He's one of the ones that made it to the end, and we love him for it. (laughs) So we told you our three favorite things about Hondo, and we want to know what your three favorite things are. And in fact, we'll probably run a poll on our social media sites to to ask the, you know, the general masses. But go ahead, let us know on Instagram or Twitter what or to, or YouTube for that matter what your three favorite things about Hondo are Join us back here next week we are doing an interesting different completely different kind of episode it was actually a suggestion from one of our listeners they sent us an email and we thought it was so good we wanted to do it we are going to discuss entrances of some of our favorite characters how they come on screen the first time And maybe even we'll discuss the difference between the first time we see them and the last time we see them. Yes. We'll talk about dramatic entrances. Stuff that really sticks out to us because there are a lot of epic entrances in Star Wars. So join us back here next week for that. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. In fact, we just got a handful more. So thank you so much. If you would also like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the other social media outlets. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. 
If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. That always helps us. And if you need one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Thank you.